In today's gospel, the apostles asked Jesus to help them increase their faith. Now, what is faith? Faith is our relationship with God. It's a totally different relationship than any other relationship we have. Totally different. If you notice our relationship with people here on earth is with one human being who is equal to us. We're all equal human beings. But our relationship with God is of a creature to the Creator. And so it's quite different. And this is why Jesus uses these examples. Uh, The one that we might understand is if a servant's working for you, well, that's what his job is, is to serve you. Well, we have to remember, I am a creature of God. And so I was created not for God to serve me, but for me to serve God. He's the one who created me, who gave me everything I have. And he's the one who gave me everything I ever will have. And so I have to realize it's not a, it's not a relationship of equals. Now, to have faith, the very first thing we have to have is love. If we don't have love, then we can't have faith. Because that's who God is. God is all love. And so the only relationship that's possible with God, it has to be a relationship of love. It can't be anything that is human because that's created. That's something that God made. And he, of course, we have to realize he made me quite different from the rest of creation. You know, after God created everything, he saw that it was good. But then he, when he came to creating us, he says, I'm going to do something different. He says, I'm going to create them to my image and likeness. So he's saying, we were created to be like God. Not equal to God, but like God. And what is basically God? God is love. And so we were created to be a creature of love. And he even made us that we could love like God loves. The uncreated love. But making us to his image. And so what did he do? In other words, you notice for us to fulfill uh, having faith... We have to have knowledge of God. The more we have knowledge of God, the more we will know how to have faith. For example, that's why God gave us the sacraments. He should try to help teach us a little bit about the relationship. And if you notice what happens in the sacrament of baptism... God gives us a share of his divine life. So he makes it possible for us, the only creatures on this earth, that are able to give to God 
divine love. We, can, we also give to God human love. But what makes our relationship with God is we're able to give something that is his divine love. Now, if you take another sacrament, the sacrament of, of the Eucharist, you notice in our human relationship, the love we give to other human beings is we share ourselves with them. But we can't become one with them. We always are separate, but we share it with each other. However, in the Eucharist, by the Eucharist, Christ is trying to show us we don't share ourselves with God. We become one with God because we have divine life also. So that makes us capable with God. We can have a unity with him. So it's just not God here, me here. It's a oneness. Because just like, you know, the, the reason for that is because who God is. You notice in God there is the Trinity. Three persons. Each is God. And yet there's one God. They have totally become one with each other. Well, when God created us, he made it possible for us to become one with God. But not a total oneness like in the Trinity, because we can only give to God what he gave us. And so, but there is that oneness there, which is totally different from our love relationship with the human being, because there's no oneness there. We share ourselves with them, but we never can become one where our love is the same. This, of course, is a mystery we can't grasp, but this is why our relationship with God is so totally different. And if you notice, with human beings, we can forgive one another. But if you notice, when we forgive someone, we can't take away that offense. We can say we will act, we will just ignore that. But when we have a forgiveness by God, it's totally different. And forgiveness from God, he wipes away that evil, and it doesn't exist anymore. The oneness becomes totally one again between us and God. This is why he gave us the sacrament of penance, to show us, hey, this is not just where you say, I, I, I'm sorry, I forgive you, and that's it. When we have it with God, he wipes away the offense that was there. It doesn't exist anymore. And so it's totally different, the forgiveness from God, than ours. And that's why he gave a sacrament for that, to show us it's totally different than when we say to someone, I forgive you. Because we, don't, we can't wipe away anything there. We just say, I won't pay attention to that anymore. I will just ignore it. But I can't take it away. And it's the same way with, for example, the sacrament of marriage. 
well, in a sacrament of marriage, you're having a relationship with another human being. But in this, it's, it's on a human level. But when we receive the sacrament of matrimony with regard to God, we're taking what is our relationship with this other human being as a child of God, which is totally different than the human being as a creature, as just simply another simple human being. And so God is saying to us when we get the sacrament of marriage, there's a dual relationship there, a relationship with them as another human being and a relationship with them as another child of God. And that relationship is totally different from the other. And the uh, sacrament of extramunction, the preparation for, for death, is again, he's showing, uh, God is giving us that to show that when we meet with God and become one with God, then there's a oneness here. The evil that existed that separated us then has been removed. It's gone. But of course, you have to remember, this happens only if this is what we want it to be. Just like if you say to somebody, I'm sorry, but then you, you treat them bad, well, then you're really not sorry. If you're sorry, if you're saying to them, I'm sorry I hurt you, you're saying to them, I'm going to ignore that. But if then you do uh, keep it in mind, then you're really not sorry because you're not willing to do what is human. Well, it's the same way in our relationship with God. And so this is why God also gave us the church. Because the better that we get to know God, we have to get him to know by knowledge. We have to know, what does God want me to do to please him? Now, I don't get this as a human being. I'm not born with that. That can only come from God. Only God can tell me how to love him. I can't figure it out myself because I'm just a creature. It's over my head. And so I'm doing something that's over my head. And so as a result, he gave us a church to give us, to help to teach us how to treat God and to help us realize how God treats us. And so this, this is what is all involved in faith. This is why the church is so important to us. Because, you know, if we wouldn't have a church to teach us, then all we would have is Scripture. Well, Scripture is a help, but being a creature, can we always understand what God is trying to get across to us? You know, it's, it's like talking to a child. Sometimes you want to say something to a child, but you say, I don't know if you'll understand it. And so you have to keep talking to them until they finally grasp it. And so this is why the church is so important, is it keeps telling us, this is what you have to do if you want to love God. 
Now, we're not always going to understand that because this is love on a higher level than is possible for a human being. And so as a result, this is why I always tell people, it's good to have the catechism of the church because in a catechism that the church is putting into writing, this is what God wants you to do. And if you can read that, it'll help get you a better knowledge of God so you'll know what to do. And then it'll be up to you to say, am I going to do this for God or am I not? But that's how we grow in faith is we keep finding out more and more how to please God and then we strive to do it.